Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are directly to your favorite stars. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. It's Sierra, new ambassador for WW, Weight Watchers Reimagined. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, helps you tackle the many elements that contribute to weight loss with tools to plan meals and get you moving. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com. So we mentioned this last week, but I just want to make sure that we drive this message home because Mother's Day is literally right around the corner. Um, and we know finding the perfect present for your mom is tough, and especially if you don't have the luxury of celebrating Mother's Day together in person. And this is a really weird one for me because it's my first and my mom is, you know, we're respecting social distancing, so we're not going to be celebrating together. Um, and I know more than anything, parents cherish spending time with their family. And that's why I'm giving my mom the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to connect with loved ones through StoryWorth. And that's a good choice. Um, so this online service helps your loved Loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Um, every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you really never thought to ask, like, what have been some of your life's greatest surprises and what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? What and I love about that is I feel like there's a lot of stories that we haven't heard from our own moms about when they were young moms or, you know what I mean? And I feel like those are really valuable. Yeah, guys. 100%. Well, we're going to get them through StoryWorth. Um, so, okay. So the coolest part is right after one year, StoryWorth will compile every answer, question, and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped to you for free. My family and yours <laughs> yeah. will treasure this book forever. For I sure. Know that. So give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started today, right away, without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash adulting. You'll get $10 off your first purchase and that's storyworth.com slash adulting for $10 off. This is adulting like a mother father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs and maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. What up, mother fathers? I'm Danielle Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Ooh, that's a good one. I know. Gosh, and it's Taco Tuesday. It's all <laughs> the things on a Tuesday. Um, by the way, if you are in the LA area, Sugar Taco is um, doing contactless pickup and delivery. So it's a fun day too. And they're doing tequila, beer, wine, all the things. Isn't that crazy? Dude, in just, what just world? Do, do yourself a favor <laughs> and go eat Sugar Taco. Yeah. If you're in the LA area, of course. Um, so do you have an adulting win and an adulting fail this lovely Tuesday morning? Ooh. Yes, I do. Okay, so if you follow me on Instagram, you might know that I like plants a little bit. I like flowers. Like I just like the outdoors. Right? And I put a lot of You're love. You're a gardener. I'm a gardener Don't in multiple you? ways. <laughs> I put a lot Wait. of love into my plants. Okay. You know, so they make me happy when they're when they're looking tip top. Uh-huh. Okay. Right now, um, the white roses are just popping Popping. off. I know. Okay. So that's that's my win for sure because. It took a long, it took over a year, a year and a half or something for them to look like this. I'm glad we hung in there. And they're killing it right now. So I'm very happy about that. My fail, um, hurts my heart a little bit. Um, I feel like over the last week or so, maybe I've just been wrapped up in my own stuff and trying to get some work done or whatever. Been a little like, obviously I'm here for Gio all the time, but just a little bit more disconnected. And I feel like you've kind of taken over as his number one (laughs) and it hurts my heart. Oh, you're so silly. That's I. I think some of that's in your head. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, the truth is you have, you've been working a little bit more recently. And so he's just gravitated more towards me because he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. I can't accept that though. So this week, my focus will be getting back on track with my main man Okay. and, uh, getting back into that number one spot. Okay. Fair enough. Those are good. Um, my adulting win and fail is personal, um, because I freaking got my period, um, and I don't know if this is the win or the fail because some people would argue that it's a win because it's healthy to have your period and it's good to like flush all that stuff out, but it's a fail for me because I, it's been 16, um, over 16 months since I've had it. So I'm like relearning the fun symptoms. And right now, like if I didn't think my vision was bad before, First of all, if I didn't think my vision was bad before getting pregnant and then it changing during pregnancy and then it changing while breastfeeding and now I'm literally blind while I have my period. I don't know what is up with my hormones and not being able to see, but somehow they're always connected. So that's a bummer. And I'm just more tired. My body's shaking. Are you bored? I wish Not that you all. could. I, look... I just don't know how to respond to this. I like, need I you to I'm respond to this. Audience. I need you to feel me on this level. I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. I just, the thing is, is like, I can try to understand, but I'll never really understand. <sighs> Let me ask you something. Do you think that you could handle being a woman? No. Oh, okay. That's a good answer. No, I don't. I don't. I think um, you guys are pretty magical in many ways. Uh, I mean, I've been complaining about um, a slight headache all morning (laughs) because my pillows suck. They're the worst pillows on the planet. Your pillows are my pillows. Okay, so there's two pillows. One either goes down to the size of a piece of paper, like it's that soft, right? There's zero support, and I'm just not about that. But I don't need too much support, and the other one has too much support. The other one is rock hard, okay? (laughs) Okay. There's no in between, and I don't know what to do about this pillow situation right now. If anybody has recommendations on their favorite pillows, please send them through because I need some help right now. And I don't want to go to the store to yeah. check out pillows because I just don't think it's the right time for that. I totally get it. Do you know what I and mean? And honestly, I don't think that, first of all, it probably isn't a necessity, a pillow. But so it, they're probably not even going to uh, allow you to know. touch a pillow. Think about it. They're not going to let you touch pillows or rest your head on a pillow. Yeah, I That's hope not. The, the epitome of not so to, I need help what then. to do. Wait, I need help because I need do. to solve this problem now because I can't keep waking up with my neck Dude, kinked into next week. How about we just go back a step and remember that there is literally blood coming out of me as right, we speak. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So hope you guys are still listening, by the way. Um, <laughs> we'll move on from that. Uh, another thing that's on the radar, on my radar, hopefully your radar, you know it's this weekend, right? No. Wait, is it this weekend? Hold on. I should know this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Is it this on weekend? Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? It's the opposite of Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's technically, I mean, we kind of celebrated last year if I remember correctly. What? At what least did we, we do? like we made mention of it. I'm you know sure I mean? we made mention of it. Um, so this is, your I was f- with child. Yeah. This is your first official child out of the belly mother's day. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. I know. I what, feel like I, what are we going to do? I've for earned it? some mama stripes. Yeah. What are we going to do for it? You got to get creative. Yeah. I don't know. I'm this thinking, is a good time to get creative. Actually, I'm not going to let anything slip right now because I'm one of those people like I'm a procrastinator, so I probably won't think of it until Saturday. Oh, super. Okay. But by that point, like I'll put enough thought into it and I'll still make something special out of it. And yeah. it will be something like you never saw coming. Listen, let me just make the way this I do clear. It. Yeah, we know. Okay. You're you're a sly romantic over here. Um, but let me make this clear. I am not one to care much for birthdays. Um that's pretty much it. <laughs> Even Christmas. We've never really done like Christmas all that big, except for when you bought me a really nice ring. And you got on one knee, but I, but we always do. I always, okay. I don't, I don't want to toot my own horn here. I'm not a great gift giver, but I like it for me. It's all about the presentation and I love giving to people and special people in my life when they don't expect it. I don't like giving when people expect it, like on normal holidays. I don't know why. It's just like, to me, it's like, it's overplayed. We all have too many things anyways. Like we don't need more things. You know what I mean? I couldn't agree more. I like to make it more special. And I like to come from that angle. So that's all I have to share right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to do that again this Sunday. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, I just want to say like, it doesn't, a gift to me, like Can I have some of your coffee. Oh my gosh. Um, a gift to me 
is real. It's really special when it comes from you. Okay. So let me make that clear, right? It's really special when it comes from you. It does not ever have to be expensive and it does not ever have to be Okay, I want to be completely honest because I feel like I'm saying it doesn't Why have to be expensive, not? but if it were expensive, I would be blown away and really I would feel so heartfelt by the generosity, but it doesn't mean that it's any more special just because no, it does mean that it is more special if it's cost more. I don't know how to like Why does it mean it's more special? Because you it just work so to, hard just for your ha- money. Of course, so, so does you, everybody. Right, but right. I'm not let's let's set the the record straight here. I'm not employed the way I used to be. <laughs> We're still figuring this whole thing out, okay? So it's probably not going to be expensive because this is what you do when you fall in that situation, right? Yeah, and I, and I totally when you have less, respect that. You have to contract. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the discipline to do that, then you're going to struggle financially your entire life. Yeah. But I, I learned that discipline. So like when, when things contract, like I get more frugal. I only buy what I need. I only mm-hmm. get us what we need. Um, if I need to get something for you outside of that, like... I just make sure I can do it. It's not a problem. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, the last thing that I would ever want is for you to do something that I'd never have to worry about that because you would never do it unless you really felt like you could. But what I'm saying is that like something about Mother's Day is different from like a birthday or Christmas because I actually feel like Mother's Day is all of it wrapped in one because I've never been so proud to be a mom and like put in the effort that I'm... So willing. So do we to have to in. celebrate the other ones? Then? <laughs> I'm dying right now. It's like a third birthday. Like what? <laughs> I, I swear I'm dying. I, okay, um, it is ish. It's better. What I'm saying is, if I had to put them in an order, mm-hmm. I Mother's Day is going number no, one. Listen, I thought Halloween was number one, and it may it may now be tied with Mother's Day. That's, See, that's what I'm honestly, saying. Honestly, I I would end the conversation right here because that's absurd to me. Like, I can't keep having this Halloween <laughs> conversation. It's irrelevant. Like, it's cool to dress up and whatnot. Like, it's it's fine. I it's don't a, even dress up. How a, weird is that? You do a little it's bit. It's not even about it's the dress up. It's a fine day, okay? But it's like way down the list of best days of the year. For you. For everybody. I would like to do a poll on the old IG. Do it, Kelly, Paul. if you're listening, can you please put a little poll up on the adulting IG? No, we can do that. Okay, Let's whatever. Do it. I want to know. I want to know if other people are as crazy So what are we? Halloween. what are we going back and forth between? One of them is Halloween and the other is what? I mean, Christmas is hands down 10 times better than Halloween. Okay. That's just so one day. So that's what it is. It's Halloween or Christmas. Birthdays are special because... It's just your day. It's not like everybody's celebrating the same day. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. Birthdays are cool. I think the, the decade I mean, birthday, birthdays are a cool. birthday is better than Halloween for sure. Christmas is for what? sure. Okay, wait. Hold on. I feel like we either move on from this or we dive deeper. No, no, no. Let's move on. Okay, we're moving on. All right, everyone. Sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Cal Drea, a new friend of the pod, is a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients and delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our homes a beautiful experience. Uh, Take washing our hands, for instance. It's always been one of the most important things that we need to do and something we're trying to teach Geo. Um, But it can be mundane and it can be drying. But thankfully, Caldrea's line of hand care products includes both hand soaps and moisturizing lotions that are incredibly effective, thoughtfully formulated, and they smell divine. They're available in indulgent scents like ginger pomelo and basil blue sage, and you'll just you'll reach for these products again and again. Dude, like I keep doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, Thank you. By the I've, way, I've always washed my hands a lot, but I never thought I'd wash my hands this much until we had Geo. Now oh, I feel yeah. like I'm washing my hands like 37 times a day. So I this Caldrea takes washing hands from being almost like a chore to a little luxury during the day. And if you know me, if you've been listening to me, I love a little self care, right? Yeah. So when you add sense, he's like doing this pomelo, entire ad with a mask on his face. So yes, he's I am. adamant about self care. Okay, so you add ginger pomelo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I'm good. I'm in heaven. <laughs> All right. So get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com. That's caldrea.com. C A L D R E A.com. Visit caldrea and add wonder to your hand washing. And now back to adulting like a mother father. 
Um, what's next? Okay, so we have this um, adulting is template. I, I just want to give this a shot. Sure. All right, so okay. hang in there with us. Okay, have some patience. We're going to work this thing out. Oh my God. This- Can you do it in your voice? No, not this time. Come on. That's, that's for later. Okay, fine. Okay, so Andrew we have this- has a new character that he's been... But it's not new. It is new. Okay. We have this adulting is template on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I want to try, I want to see what we can do here. I want to try to riff a little bit. So adulting is the whole premise of this is adulting is fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Now in my mind, I go to like the simple, sometimes annoying slash just have to be done things that like you start to realize is part of adulting. Like once you get into that phase of your life. Okay. Go for it. What is it? like? adulting is making your bed when you get up in the morning. So you're not an adult to just undo it at the end of the day and get back in it. Yeah, no, I think it's, but why do we do that? Because it looks pretty. And right now, especially I feel like if you can get yourself to make your bed, then you can get yourself to wake up. What just flew out of your ear? (laughs) I was playing with my earring and the backing fell out. I just made that hard, like, crashing sound as oh, it hit the table it no it's my backing these are the diamond earrings you got me from oh, sophie God. and jake earwax rock do you have in there okay okay anyways so adulting is to make your bed first of all does that no, make no, no, us no. not it's the whole thing making your bed so that you can unmake it yeah no, at the I end of the day it. you know what that is that's for people with time no, I think a lot of people would argue differently, actually. A lot of people take that very seriously. They I think know, like making your bed is the very first thing you can control in the morning and it like sets sure. the tone for the day and like creates discipline. I don't know if I agree with that. I've never been a bed maker. It's not <laughs> well, changing. you met the right person. <laughs> actually, I think I used to be more of a bed maker before you. But because you're not a bed maker, I, I feel like we're becoming one another. I just don't see the point. Like once in a while, yeah, I like a, I like a bed made because it looks enticing. Like it sure. looks delicious. To it get it into. automatically looks cleaner. Yeah, 100%. That's weird. 100%. Okay, adulting is. <laughs> okay, adulting is. Ugh. Adulting is getting your period. <laughs> there you have it. Okay? okay. And then just having to deal so with gonna, it. We're going to keep on. talking about um, that. This one. is all I'm going to say. It is getting it. And then having to be an adult while having it. Yeah. Okay. That's very adult. Because this is my first time having to be a mother and an adult and a partner for the first time while having my period in 16 months. Does that right? Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Okay. Because what I think is going to happen, it'll all mellow out eventually unless I get pregnant. Um, But what I think is going to happen is the first one is just like it knocks you off your feet. Mm. Literally. So moving on. That's my adulting is and yours. Go ahead. Okay. Adulting is making the food in your cabinet or in your fridge work as long as you possibly can before you go and get new stuff or before you order out. I, I like that one. We do, we've been doing that for a long time. We're professionals in this business. I was born and bred to do that. I am like, a, I can make lemons out of lemonade. I can make lemonade from lemons. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Adulting is... This is taking a is, weird turn. We'll do one more each, okay? I'm actually liking this. Can you stop drinking my coffee? It's this got me an, buzzing so hard right now. That's an annoying sound. That's an Sorry, annoying guys. sound. Um, unless you're drinking coffee, whoever's listening. Then, yeah, you know what? You Cheers. So, okay. Adulting is... I'm looking around the house. Ugh. Okay. Adulting is what I did the other day. First of all, what I did the other day was so out of character, but I just had to do it. I steamed, cleaned the floors. Do you know how that's laborious that is? Yeah, that's okay. pretty adult. And you hate, like, I'll share this with them. You sure. hate deep cleaning. You'll do the dishes every day. You'll do laundry every day. You might clean a counter every other day. <laughs> but you will not do anything past the surface. One thing that has come out of quarantine is me being a bit of a detail cleaner. I have detailed the stove. Huh? Listen, you don't know because you're doing what well, I, I don't know what I'm you're doing here planting every day with Okay, you. yeah, but you're like outside moving rock like a caveman, okay? okay. I am cleaning the stove, I am steaming you the did floors. Clean the stove. I'll give you that. I am literally derobing the entire couch of all of its outerwear and cleaning. You know what I did? I freaking took the curtains off the curtain rod and I clean I got ballsy. It was a year They past were beautiful you. linen curtains and I said, "Hmm, 
I don't know if you're supposed to put this in the laundry or the wash machine. And I did it. Did and you shrink now, those like everything else? Okay, they're a little shrunken, but we needed that because they were puddling a little too dramatically in, on the floor. Dude, and now they're okay. just right. The, clean, the puddle is the just right. The cleaning and the, the shrinkage or the hemming or whatever you want to do, that's a, easily a year past due. Sure. Well, I've been here we are. For that for what feels like seven. Okay. Years well, thank month. you, quarantine. What so, I'm saying is, look how beautiful this room looks. It fe- not only looks oh, it clean, light and bright, but it beautiful. is actually yeah. very clean. And it's okay. Look, it's it's hard to keep a house clean, even when it's just you. But like, we have two dogs <laughs> who don't really know how to clean up are. after themselves. Yeah, <laughs> we've been um, taught them that one. They're always filthy, rolling around in the grass and stuff, and and a kid, and like we're dirty. We're not that dirty. Well, I mean, come on. Speak for yourself. Okay. Anyway, so adulting. Wait, what did I just say? Speak for yourself. <laughs> I just said I'm dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, wow. I'm not the cleanest right this moment. hitting a little moment. differently today. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Gosh. Adulting is. This is your last one. Even though I, uh, even though I don't mow the lawn right now. I, I, Where are you I, going with this? I did so this? much yard work as a kid, right? But I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to pull from that because this is adult. Adulting is making sure the lines are perfectly straight see this is when you mow the lawn this is why we balance each other out why i was steam cleaning the floors is beyond me because you love the floor surfaces clean that should be your job you should literally no that's not a reason to have carpet well, just to vacuum it? I just like the lines. Like it looks so oh nice when it's clean. We're so and different. Got the lines oh my gosh. We have to get into why we are so different. So listen up, everyone. We have a great guest on the show on the show today, okay? Sarah Jane Case. I don't know if you're familiar with her. If you're not, she has an Instagram. Uh, her account's called Enneagram and Coffee, which is really ironic that we're literally buzzing on coffee and we're talking about how different we are. So I made Andrew take the Enneagram test. And, um, I actually just, why don't we take a break? And then when we come back, we'll dive in with Sarah Jane and she will basically explain all things Enneagram and how maybe why our numbers attract or don't attract. If you don't know what an Enneagram is, that's reason to stay tuned. Yeah. (laughs) Because it could change your life. No big deal. Be right back. All right, everyone sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. So if you guys are fans of our show, hopefully you are, if you're listening, you know that we try to take good care of ourselves and we have a busy schedule with Geo and the podcast and all the other projects we're a part of. Okay. But here is something we're really excited to tell you about. We try to take it every day and it helps us stay on top of our game. Super Grapes Soft Chews from Human. These things are so delicious. They are like the quickest little bite of deliciousness that kind of just gives you that boost of energy that you're just needing throughout your day. Um, and there's tons of health benefits too, which blows my mind. Because Dude, they taste like candy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they're packed with hard, healthy grapeseed extract that protects against oxidative stress and promotes normal blood pressure. And they also promote energy efficiency by supporting blood flow. On top of that, unlike with caffeine, right, you've got no jittery feeling, no crashes, just energy the way that nature intended, which is the way that I like it, okay? <laughs> with antioxidants derived from non-GMO, concentrated, clinically studied grape seed extract. But more Let's importantly, go. they just taste so good. Um, experience the great tasting, heart healthy boost of new Super Grapes Soft Chews. Get your Super Grapes Soft Chews at supergrapes.com slash adulting and get a free 30 day supply with your first purchase. The offer is only available here, exclusive for our listeners at supergrapes.com slash adulting. Supergrapes.com slash adulting. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Um, so I'm going to just jump in here because I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions for you. I think, um, what you're doing in the account that you run is so informative. Um, so I'm just curious, I'm going to let you lead this one, um, to start. How did you get involved in the Enneagram space? Yeah. So I, um, so I have always been really fascinated by human psyche and and why people operate the way they do. Um, and prior to finding the Enneagram, I was doing creative consulting. So helping people who were running creative businesses to prevent and recover from creative burnout. And, um, around that time I found the Enneagram. Um, so which, 
helped me to really work with my clients. Like once I found the Enneagram, it was kind of like this holy grail of understanding the way that people operate and the way that they think, um, because you get really into their motivations, their fears. And so all of these behaviors that were holding my clients back, I finally got to the source of why it was happening, which you just really can't make lasting change until you get to the source of, of why it's happening. So, um, getting to use that tool with my clients, getting to get to the source so quickly, um, helped me to make things that would take months, you know, transformation that would take months with them. It kind of rapidly started to shift because they were able to really get down to the why. And so because of that result, I was, I was like, I want to go straight to the source. I want to go straight into Enneagram. (laughs) And, um, I started taking courses and I got certified, um, first through the integrative, um, Enneagram, which is based out of South Africa. They're more business focused. And then now I'm going through the narrative school, which is more just human, human focused. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. Um, so like in your own practice, then where do you find that your work is, is helping people like in their own lives? Is it, is it in the business environment or is it in their personal life, their relationships? Mm-hmm. I would say for me, my zone of genius is really in um, the area of self-compassion and um, making lasting change through a compassionate understanding of self. Um, so while the Enneagram is incredibly transformative for relationships, it's just not my area of expertise. I'm much better at like, what's your relationship to yourself like and how does that impact the way that you make your money? Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Then I, I, I want to jump right in then because I, I literally just took. I uh, made him take the test. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, just... yeah. Okay. So I've been trying to get him to take the test for, uh, I don't even know. I think I mentioned it while I was still pregnant. I remember taking the test and, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, you have to do this. So he finally took the test and here's what's so interesting. We're both a three. Oh, that's so fun. But it's not because I didn't think he'd be a three. (laughs) And also, is it possible that I maybe need to retake the test now that I'm postpartum? Because I do feel like mentally I've changed. Well, so I would... I would be curious for both of you, just if when you read the description of three, does it a hundred percent resonate with you and make you feel seen, um, in an uncomfortable way? Ah, interesting. Okay. No. Yeah. See, that's what I wanted to say is I scored a three and, um, some of the description is pretty accurate and then some of it isn't. So Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's just maybe, this is weird to say, but maybe just not answering questions like a hundred percent truthfully. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that what can happen because the Enneagram is motivation based, we're not always a hundred percent aware of our motivators. So, um, I, most people mistype. It's very common on a test. So they're usually like 50 to 80% accurate. Um, so it really is about reading the number and whichever one resonates with you is, is your type. So, um, like it'll ask questions like, is it important to help people? Uh, and yeah, like most of us are going to say yes to that, but there are some people who are driven by that need. Um, and so, yeah, you, you know, you might've answered questions according to what is expected of you in society, uh, and what you think you're supposed to do or be, but it might not be really be what's driving you. Yeah. That's a really good point. Now, when you are having people take this test, would you recommend typically that somebody goes with like their, their very first instinct or the, the gut um, response or to actually think a little more deeply about it? Yeah. So um, two, I have kind of two answers for that. So the first one is if you are going to take a test, definitely go with your gut instinct. Don't second guess yourself. Um, but I actually don't recommend people take the test. I, I think it's way more it's actually less complicated and less confusing to just read the descriptions of the types and see which one makes you the more, most uncomfortable. Yeah. That's kind of what I did before getting on this call as I went through the three again on your Instagram and, um, it all pretty much for the most part, I'd say I resonated with it. And I thought the one thing that I thought was really interesting on your highlights, which by the way, your highlights are so well curated and so helpful. Oh, thank <laughs> um, you. Yeah. 
the one the slide that said, a desi- this is what happens when you're a three, a desire to shut down and numb out arises. Mm-hmm. And then gives, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Isn't that interesting? Which is why I don't think you're a three because Andrew is a very, very, well, okay. Just to give you a quick synopsis, he, our whole relationship, Aww. he's been the best communicator you could ever imagine. Okay? I have struggled in that department. When things get hard, I want to numb out. And that mm-hmm. is completely me to a T until recently. And I think quarantine had a lot to do with it where we both came to a head and realized like this isn't working the way that it's working. We need to both be really strong communicators. We're spending a lot of time together. We have a child, all the things. Yeah. And so I stopped numbing out. And that's what makes me think like there's some sort of major shift happening in me. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe I'm no longer a three and maybe he is, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. So I can speak to that a little bit if you'd like. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, for first, first of all, our, our type stays the same our whole life. Um, but there's so many different elements of the Enneagram that can impact the way it shows up. So we have these two lines that move to and from our number. And one of those lines is our stress number. So it's where we go when we're stressed. So for threes, that stress move is to nine, which is where that numbing out comes in. Because nines kind of on a regular basis kind of want to numb out to life um, and not really interact with the stressful things. So for a three in stress, that's going to pop up for you. But threes kind of run that in waves. So like threes will have like really intense seasons and then they'll kind of crash. Um, so they'll go really, really hard and then they'll, they'll crash um, for a little while. And it's kind of like forced rest. And then um, in rest, when you feel comfortable, when you feel safe, when you feel good, you move to type six, um, which is the loyalist. You become a lot more community minded um, and a lot more focused on every, seeing everybody succeed and kind of wanting to build a community around you. That feels very true to me. Does that feel true to you? Yeah, I'd say that. Wow, this is so interesting. I think I'm just still shocked that we're both threes because we are so different. Yeah. Well, I'm curious if, if I would say if, um, you know, if you read the description of three and it doesn't 100% resonate, it's, it might not be your number. Um, can you can you be a blend of two numbers or are you one number? There's wings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we actually interact with a lot of numbers. So because we have those two numbers that are, we move to in stress and rest. So I'm going to use three as an example. So three is interacting with six and nine. And then you have the two wings on either side of your number. So that's two and four for the three. So that's four numbers that you're already connected to. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you, you know, you could be another number and have three kind of somewhere in your, your chart essentially Mm -hmm. and have some three characteristics, but it not be your driving force. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I feel like, and I know I read one of, or I read, I watched one of your highlights where you kind of um, demythed some of the um, myths people have around taking the Enneagram test. And I know there's a lot of different sources for that. So maybe it also comes back to, like you said, it, you probably shouldn't take a test. That's probably not always the best route. And you can just look at a number and see if you identify with it. But maybe we go back to the drawing board on this one. <laughs> Yeah. And I think like I would push for, um, you know, what's, what's, what are you most afraid of or what do you think you have to be in order to be okay in your life? Like, do you feel like you have to be a good person? Do you have to be um, loved and lovable? You have to be helpful. Um, do you have to be successful? Like we all have this thing. We feel like we have to be, and that can really quickly identify our Enneagram type. Does any of that resonate with you? Yeah, hundred percent. I think I need to look at the description of all the numbers and Her see what resonates like most. Yeah. Really solidified yeah. that one for me. Yeah. All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, guys. Audible, um, Daniela, you can go ahead and put your mic down. I got this one. <laughs> okay. okay so know. if you guys haven't heard of Audible yet, uh, I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. You might be living under a rock. Okay. <laughs> If you like audiobooks, Audible is the spot for you. I love Audible. I've been using Audible for years now. Um, what I love about it is you go on a subscription. I think it's like 15 bucks a month for me, right? And it gives you a credit every single month. So you know that every month you have something there for you. 
where you can pick from thousands and thousands of titles anything you want to learn about or to get entertainment from, uh, to get a laugh at, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And what's even better about Audible is they've taken it one step further right now during this sort of funky time, and they've created this thing called Stories, right? They've launched Stories for free. It's going to be free for as long as uh, as, as long as they want, <laughs> yeah, for the foreseeable future. It has all sorts of content curated for families and their kids to go on and uh, and pull from for free, That's right? Cool. So it's it's stories. Let me get it for you. It's stories.audible.com. That's all free content for the family, and then Audible, of course, is in my mind the number one place for audiobooks. Um, if you like learning, if you like entertainment, this is the place for you. So visit audible.com slash adulting or just text adulting to 500-500. That's text adulting to 500-500. Bravo. And now back to adulting like a mother father. So I have a question for you that I'm interested in. Um, sure. I know that you're primarily focused on the self-development channel. Uh, I mm -hmm. guess you could call it. What, what what do you know or what insight might you be able to provide around how uh, people of the same number or different numbers interact with each other? Yeah. So I think that the Enneagram gives us this really beautiful insight into why people do what they do. Um, you know, I think that most of us, right, we operate in the world with this one world view, right? We believe let's say for type threes, that like the ultimate goal is to be successful. And we think everybody's on that same road with us and they're all trying to do the same goal. And the Enneagram really opens us up to, Hey, there's actually eight other major motivators in the world that are like creating nine distinct worldviews. And there's these nine distinct paths that people are running down and no one really realizes that everyone's not thinking and operating from the same exact place. So the Enneagram can really open our eyes to noticing like, oh, this person is, is showing up as angry, but really they're scared. Or um, this person seems quiet, but they actually feel like no one wants them to speak up. Um, things like that. So we can get a little bit more information and insight into why people do what they do. Yeah, that that's really cool. I think that's um, that's an amazing point that you make because I think too many of us, or or maybe all of us, at some point in time, uh, we lose sight of, uh, you know, I guess if you put it simply, like everyone has different desires, and we we seem to think that everyone sees the world through the same lens as we do, and when they don't, um, you can't quite figure it out. So it almost sounds like identifying who you are in terms of your personality type, like before going into a job or before getting into a relationship mm -hmm. or starting a family would be super, super helpful. <laughs> this is yeah. trying to get you to take the test <laughs> <laughs> because it's significant now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's like, you know, in relationships, especially, and I think at work as well, we can get into this space of like, um, responsibility hot potato where it's like, no, that's yours. This is your fault. Like it's not mine. Oh, yeah. Um, and and what the Enneagram does is it makes it very, very obvious, like whose stuff is what, um, you know, it's like I can then get insight into, um, what I'm actually seeking through my behavior patterns. Um, so for example, I'm a type seven. So my type needs to be happy all the time. Like I'm very uncomfortable with sadness and pain or, you know, I could, I have been traditionally in my life. And so if I don't hold, if I don't have space for myself to be unhappy, then when my husband's unhappy, my first instinct is to cheer him up, you know, or to help him think positively or to make him think with, think of like the rose colored glasses view of the world. Um, and that's actually me not holding space for myself and therefore not being able to hold space for him. How interesting. That's interesting. Can you quickly just describe what a seven is? Because I think when I had taken the test, just, I think I had looked over some of the numbers and I thought, I want to say, I thought you were a seven. I don't remember now. Let's look it up. No, can, yeah. Can you just tell us a little bit about your number? 
Yeah. So um, the basic fear for seven is having limitations put on them or being trapped in emotional pain. So we, um, we want to avoid emotional pain at all costs. We can do that through escaping. Um, we can do that through reframing. So we can turn a bad experience into a positive experience in our mind. Um, so say that my car breaks down, I can say it's actually good that my car broke down because if my car hadn't broken down, then I never would have met that awesome tow truck guy who turned me on to this my new favorite band you know you can kind of rework the bad things that happen turn them into a positive the other thing the kind of the creation of a seven happens because at their at a young age they learned that they had to take care of themselves so if they were going to get their needs met they were going to have to be the one to meet those needs so that can create a kind of a fixation on getting what you want getting what you need um and really wanting to make sure that in life you are ultimately satisfied. Like you don't, you feel like you don't have to sacrifice, um, in life. So you can always have the good. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that totally resonates with me. First of all, um, I, uh, I was kind of a mama's boy. So I would say I didn't, <laughs> I didn't learn er- early on that, um, I had to take care of myself. Um, mm-hmm. and the reframing bit is really interesting. I, f- I feel like I do do that. Yeah. To um, some degree, I'd say you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So long story short, I, I'm not sure that I'm a seven <laughs> to answer your yeah. question, Daniela, but I, I'm going to have to keep reading and then we're going to land where we're going to land. I just think it's, it's, listen, at the end of the day, like it's just a very interesting tool to have in your back pocket. Yeah. Um, in, in you know, just any scenario you find yourself like reacting or being emotional or whatever it may be. Like I've, I've sort of, yeah, I guess I've just used it as a tool to reflect on. Yeah. Um, Sarah Jane question for you. When somebody comes to you, self-help or personal developments is, is pretty general um, mm-hmm. in my view. Can you give me an example of, of, why and when somebody engages with you to learn more about themselves and what they're ultimately trying to accomplish? Yeah. So, um, for me, I think the Enneagram is really about repeated patterns of behavior that don't serve you in the long term. So you can start to notice ways in which you consistently self-sabotage. Um, so do you consistently end relationships a little bit too soon? Do you consistently silence your own wants and needs? Um, do you consistently insert yourself into other people's lives um, in search of an appreciation? Um, do you consistently find yourself in you know, fights with other people or arguments with other people where you accidentally hurt their feelings, you know, whatever it is, you consistently find yourself feeling like you're the outsider in a group of people. Um, we, we find that we continuously make these same choices over and over again, and that's going to impact your work life, your relationships, um, your ability to parent, uh, the way that you interact and speak to yourself. And so learning the Enneagram and working with the Enneagram can help you to First, notice the patterns, recognize that there is a pattern, and then recognize how to stop that pattern a little bit sooner each time so that you can do less harm to yourself and to others. I love that. Yeah, I figured you'd love this. I figured you would love this. <laughs> yeah, it just, um, it's it's kind of enlightening to think about being more aware of, of Like really, yeah, patterns, but getting to the root of those patterns and why you may be doing things that you really never even think about. You just find yourself in the same situation all the time. Sorry to interrupt, but this is exactly what I think we're doing in our own life right now. Um, Not to to self-reflect too much, but it's like, and maybe it has something to do with quarantine. Again, I don't know when this episode's going to air, whether we'll be locked down or not, but, um, but I feel like as a whole, do you, do you notice that a lot of people are doing a lot of like introspective work <laughs> right now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that we have a little bit of, um, of time and we're starting to notice, like, it's like you're, you're being trapped inside with yourself, you know, and it's, it's kind of like this awareness that, um, okay, whatever is here, I can't preoccupy myself enough to, to not fixate on it. Um, and I think that depends on your type. Every type's going to be a little bit different, but a lot of types, more assertive numbers, which a three and a seven, we're both assertive types. 
we tend to take action in a way to avoid the way we feel. So um, mm. we can stay very, very busy and not have to deal with ourselves. And so the quarantine is kind of like this, this like abrupt halt um, to where we're being asked to really sit still and notice and really pay attention to what's going on. So the threes and sevens then are going through pretty significant life journeys right now. Probably in our eights too. Yeah. If you're an eight, eight listening. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I found it also interesting. Um, have you had a lot of people reach out to you specifically now? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think that it's every, it's pretty consistent for me because I think that it's just swapped types. So for some people who maybe have been on this journey, um, are a little bit more comfortable with, with this presence thing. Um, they have been on that journey with me for a little while. Um, but when, you know, quarantine happened, those people kind of had to reshift their focus because they're a little bit less comfortable with action or in making money and, um, base, getting their basic needs met. So those people maybe are focusing a little bit more on the harder things right now, like that for them. Whereas people who are typically maybe a little bit more work focused, a little bit more action oriented are being forced to slow down and therefore become introspective. So I think it's just in a little bit of a flop. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. What's up, mother fathers? If you're looking for yet another fun way to pass the time while still engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is the game Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a casual game that anyone can play, but the best part is is that you can spend as much time or as little time in it as you want. However, I think I've said this before. Once you start playing, I promise you, <laughs> you will play for a while. Andrew's a gamer these days. I respect it. Um, what I think we like most about it is it's just like a unique and exciting puzzle experience. And it's really unlike any other puzzle game out there. Um, Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events. So it, it never gets old. That's probably the best part. And you don't need Wi-Fi. And I feel like a lot of people's Wi-Fi is extra slow right now. So that's another plus. Um so Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's just jump to it, right? Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust us with over 100 million downloads. This five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Um, I'm going to flip the script here a little bit for us and, and put you on the spot. Um, <laughs> what, what has learning about your own personality, personality type done for you in your own life? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think that for uh, most of my life, I always had an escape plan. So I always knew that I would be good on my own. And they, I heard someone say once that sevens are like solo travelers through the universe. So we kind of like pop in and out of people's lives, but we never really feel like we have to stay and commit to them. And so most of my life and every relationship, I had a way out. Um, and the Enneagram has really helped me to understand why that exists. Um, what I'm afraid of, which is limitation, which is having to deal with pain and has allowed me to understand the importance of staying and the importance of investing in these like deep, intimate relationships. Um, the other thing that has been impacted by understanding the Enneagram and doing work with the Enneagram is just my own ability to access my emotions and to, uh, even admit that they're there. <laughs> like I, um, typically would want to just focus on the, the good things and what's here and what's positive And, but that, you know, when you can only access one emotion or one tone of emotion, you're missing out on so much depth and so much breath of life. There's so much life to be lived. And if you can only hit one note, you're missing mm -hmm. so much more. I would agree so much. I think uh, even though those feelings might be uncomfortable for somebody like you uh, mm -hmm. naturally, um, everything else that you could possibly feel is just part of being human. And when you don't touch those different things, you're just not living your human life to the fullest potential. This is yeah. why him and I are so different. And so like 
I guess, complimentary in a lot of ways, but that is something I've struggled with where I've constantly wanted everything to be sunshine and rainbows. And if there's an issue, mm-hmm. I numb out and he's more like, let's dive into this. Let's go deep. Let's like feel it out and let's resolve things and move yeah. on. Yeah. Do you, can I ask you a question yeah, about, absolutely. okay. So do you feel like, um, do like that you guys experience emotions differently? Like, if oh, yeah. okay. What, what is it like for you? Um, that's a good question. I think, I think it depends on the emotion. Um, yeah. I, I tend to internalize a lot, like right away. So mm-hmm. I can feel something and it can hit my body like a wave. Um, mm-hmm. You may not see anything on my face. You may have no idea that I'm feeling everything I'm feeling internally, but that's how I would handle it initially. Um, and then I moved into like, you know, as I became an adult, I moved into just wanting to put everything I'm thinking and feeling on the table and talk through that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Was that learned? Um, yeah, it was. What? Can I ask you more questions? Am I, I'm not trying to... Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. Does it, um, you know, what, what was the initial thing that kept you from doing that originally? Um, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I think what pops into my head right now is just, you know, growing up as a younger brother and watching, watching my older brother, um, kind of show me how to do everything wrong. Mm. And then I got to sit back and just watch it all happen and watch the the consequences and whatever, and just kind of shut my mouth um, mm-hmm. and experience it that way. And so I would internalize everything. Um, and then, you know, I went through some stuff in life where my parents split and that was a whole thing for me to deal with. And I don't know what it was, but I want to say like around in my early twenties, maybe mid twenties, I looked at, um, I had just gotten into a relationship with Daniela and I think I was looking at the long term and the only successful ex- experiences or examples that I could pull from where, um, or were where people communicated like that. And I think it's just something I aspired to have. So I pushed myself and pushed myself to get there. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully that explains it. I'm not sure that that's even 100% no, accurate from my end. Just trying to figure out like why that may be the case, but that, that's what I got so far. Yeah. Um, and then what what's it like? What is it like for you? Like in um, like do you is it is it a feeling of I want to be as blunt as possible, as upfront as possible, or is it like? I want to discuss this logically and, and rationally and, and get everything out. Yeah. It's the logic part. Okay. Um, do, is it really important to you to be informed? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to type you on air. <laughs> That's a great question. That's a great question. Yeah. He loves being in the know. He wants to know what I'm thinking, like the days, how the day's going to go. Yeah. Is do you have a strong sense of right and wrong, like black and white? Um Yes. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so if she can answer it. Sorry, no, I don't I don't need to be doing that. Yeah. Um do you are you pretty hard on yourself? Like Yes. Okay. You could you might want to look into type one. Okay. I just like I don't you know there's no way for me to know based off of what we just said, but that's just like a, a rough hunch. Okay, type one's at the top, right? <laughs> yeah, type one. <laughs> they're um, they're the perfectionists. They really struggle. Yeah. They they're really hard on themselves. They're like a really yeah. harsh inner critic. Um, they are really focused on being a good person, doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and um, that can sometimes that harsh inner critic can bleed out. So okay. onto other people or other things, they really can notice when th- something could be made better. Um, uh, kind of like refining. Yeah, she, she's right she's literally um, <laughs> dancing, cheering. She's so happy over here. <laughs> I I just know him, and he, you know, one of his amazing qualities are that he cares. He cares a lot, and he cares to be 
like you said, a good person and, and do the right thing. And he does a lot of work on himself. He's the guy that wakes up and meditates and stretches and is always doing, you know, as much thinking or reading he has time for. So for him to have something that sort of identifies who he is, I would imagine that that makes you feel like you're on track of being something like you're, you're something. I am something. I'm a, I'm a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. No, that's that's really interesting because, um, yeah, yeah, I would say that that's pretty damn accurate. So I'll I'll take a look at the full description and then I'll I'll read the others too just to be sure. But yeah. that's it's interesting that I mean this is what you do I'm sure, but you can ask a handful of questions and you can get to the root pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. Well, you, you know, when you talk, when you're willing to talk out a little bit, it helps, Uh you know, you're pretty vulnerable. Like you were pretty open. Um, It's harder with people who maybe don't want to are as comfortable as you can tell you've done some like work, you know, Um, because you're willing to to go there. I guess, I guess. (laughs) I have have like a silly question just because I'm just curious and Andrew's going to love this one. So your handle on Instagram is Enneagram and coffee. That's also the name of your podcast. What is your favorite go-to coffee? That's a a two-part question. That's a favorite coffee brand and favorite type of coffee drink. Yeah, how you drink it. I love that you asked me this because I love coffee almost as much as I love the Enneagram. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can hear the joy in your voice. Um, so my favorite coffee brand is Counterculture. Um, oh yeah, good one. I love their um, their like they have one called like Boozier Boozier Gehendua. It's like boozy. We call it like boozy natural. Um, it's like a sun dried, really fruity um, coffee, and I love that as a cappuccino. Oh, girl, okay. you're speaking our language. <laughs> um, and last question, because I'm, I'm also just curious. You have a little one, right? Yeah, I do. Um, how old? He is eight years old. Eight years old. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, how sweet. Gosh, you, you have a lot more years under your belt, but yeah. you look like a baby. I'm not going to lie. When I'm watching <laughs> your stories, you look like fresh as a daisy. Well, so I, he's my stepson, but I'm actually older than my husband, like by four years. Um, and so he's actually like, they had him when he, they were really young, but, um, but I've been in his life since he was teeny tiny. So he does not like for me to call him a stepson, but that's special. Awesome. I love that. Okay. One last question, because that's what I do. I always interject with one more after we think we're done. Um, I knew he'd be into you, this. You have all sorts of like really cool information on your Instagram, which people can find in two seconds. Enneagram um, and coffee. Where can they go for like your juiciest stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's kind of I two, th- twofold. The podcast is like where you want to go like a level deeper. Um, if you want to really get like detailed information. And then I have a book called The Honest Enneagram, which walks through my process for how do we work with our number, um, but all written from a place of deep self-compassion and kindness. Um, I think a lot of times when we go into this work, we can start a a real self-shaming journey. Um, And my hope is that the book creates a a way to grow with, with also enhancing your love for the process and yourself. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And I love the way you break things down. Like you do a really good job, like I said, of curating content that's digestible. And for someone Mm -hmm. who may not know anything about the Enneagram, they can just pop onto your Instagram, get a little taste of it. And then instantly it feels like you're intrigued and want to dive in a little bit deeper. So it's cool that you have all these other avenues as well. Yeah. I think that I want to be a gateway. Like I want that Instagram to be like this entry point where it feels accessible and fun um, and inviting into kind of the deeper good work of the Enneagram. Yeah. Super cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah Jane. We really enjoyed chatting with you. Um, Just a heads up for our listeners. I just subscribed to the podcast. So hopefully everyone else will too. Yeah. And thank you again for just being so insightful and helping us open up a little bit more about this. I'm sure as soon as we sign off, we'll be doing some homework. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. Of course. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. 
Do you guys own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. That's right. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese, and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite, and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. So how does it feel to be type one? Well, we still don't know that I'm type one because uh, I haven't done my homework yet. And I still need to go and read all the descriptions. But let's be real. You know, when someone says prior to even knowing much about Enneagrams, there was literally, I felt like only one. Only one what? Don't you feel like someone would be like, oh, I have a... um, a type wait what is it called a type personality i don't know what's the one that's like anal <laughs> i don't know type a maybe <laughs> type a <laughs> yeah where you like everything like lined up yeah a should be the same as one i am that, so you're but kind I'm of like the og that. type uh yeah is there a type og i'll take it oh my god so okay so i took the test as you heard it said i was a three i'm i'm clearly not fully a three but she said that there can be a blend a wing yeah a blend yeah you have like a a wing on each side sure but so a you, one you doesn't have a wing one. on one and side it can be like it's kind of what, what's the word here it's um uh it's almost like in liquid form it moves from from one to the other like you could be this for that you could be this tomorrow uh. Did she say that? No. Once you know your type, she says it doesn't change for the, your life. She did say that. Yeah. So she, it's just the wings that like you may be okay, gravitating so you can touch more to. Other things. Correct. So, you, she said you have a relationship with I forget how many. It was like X amount of numbers at any given time. Um, oh my gosh, that dog. This dog, yeah. <laughs> Love Sophie. Sophie is our firstborn child. Always and forever. Uh, but she, if there's ever something annoying going on. It's her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. That means it's not you or, or I. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We've Anyways. Somewhere. So okay. I'm not a th- I'm not fully a three. You're not a three. I don't think all. I'm fully a one. But it was super interesting um, to kind of dive into like my background. Yeah. And figure out why things might have become more important in my life at this point. Like she was asking questions that were just like Mm-hmm. Like unlayering and unlayering. And unlayering. I wish, I, I honestly feel like you could do a whole therapy session talking about your own Enneagram. 100%. Yeah. I mean, she basically did it for me there. Yeah, but it wasn't enough. Like as a listener, or at least for me sitting next to you, it was like, I just wanted her to dig, dig, dig. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe next time she'll dig on you. <laughs> I feel like I'm like one of those people that someone can size up very quickly you, on the other hand, I still am like, I want to know more about your past. I, it's just because I'm reserved. Like, I don't like to get, I don't have this like outward facing personality where I give you everything the second that you meet. And that's Sophie scratching at the door. Mm. So just sigh, <laughs> move on. Anyways. Um, yeah, I just don't like, I've never been like that. I don't, I don't give anybody everything I have when they first meet me. Like it takes me time to warm up to anybody. Like it doesn't matter who you are. There's definitely situations where I'm more comfortable because somebody can bring that out of me. Um, or maybe that's just the mood I'm in, but like recently. Yeah. What's yeah. happening what recently she's referring with Andrew? To is, um, <laughs> man. I, okay. In a nutshell, when I was a kid, I felt like I used to be way more goofy, way more fun. Like I was the jokester in the family. I was the jokester between my brother and I, um, and somewhere along the way, I lost it. And I don't know why. I just feel like um, maybe I had to serious up for adult life or thought I did or for the, the careers that I went into. Uh, and you find yourself like, you know, you don't really feel like that on the inside, but you almost conform to what you think you're supposed to be. And I don't know if, it's, if that's exactly the reason why, uh, but I definitely have felt like that. 
And now I feel like because I've stepped away from uh, that type of career and life is just so different now. And like, I, I just constantly have these reminders of how short life can be mm-hmm. and how much I really just want to grab a hold of it right now while I have it. Cause you just, you just, you're not even promised tomorrow. Um, I find myself kind of reverting back to my childhood in many ways. And one of those ways is like, I'm just, just trying to be like, more lighthearted, mm-hmm. you know, joke around more, laugh more. And, um, you know, I think I have Gio to, to thank for that. Cause I want to say, I've said this before on another podcast. I haven't laughed or smiled as much as I have since having Gio around in a long, long time. And like, it's the coolest thing, you know, that this little, this little being that has no idea that he can even do that for you can do that for you. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Yep. I love it. Are you going to cry? No, I just, I like looking at you while you talk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> almost about to cry. I'm not about to cry. No, I just, I think I list like when you talk, I listen. There is something about your voice that just makes me like hone in. And, yes. um, and I know when you speak, you're very thoughtful about everything that comes out of your mouth. And yeah, so it just lands. I, 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 I have always looked up to that and I think that it's a really special quality but anyways, I really love whatever side you're showing or showcasing <laughs> recently. It's yeah, it feels fun. good to like just like I'm just working on not caring as much. Oh, that's awesome. Know? Which is it's a it's a freeing feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why somewhere along the way I just I always cared so much about what I was presenting and, and um, the way people looked at me and felt about me. And it's still important to me because like you want people to like you. Everybody wants that. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I want to care less because why? You know? Seriously. When you when you say life is short, I feel that now more than ever now that we have something to really measure it by. You know, it's like, yep. how do we have a seven-month-old? Oh, it's just not okay. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Everybody's parents, like everybody who's older than you is going to tell you that time flies. It mm-hmm. flies. With Gio, the first four months felt like an eternity because mm-hmm. we weren't sleeping. So every day felt so long and... and um, just exhausting, right? Mm-hmm. It was like 24 seven, you were doing something since he started sleeping. Mm. I just feel like time's just gone into light speed. It's not okay. I told, uh, I understand. Yeah. Anyways, I won't go into the whole, like having more kids. Cause it's, I understand why people do it. Cause the, the baby stage is so fleeting. You think you're going to be in it for the life of your child, and then you realize, wow, how is he almost going to be like one in five seconds? Dude, day like one, you have this little, this little tiny, tiny human that just like lays on its back, doesn't do anything, doesn't even, doesn't even let you know when he's going to poop his pants. Nothing. You know. Now we got this kid that sits up and wants to grab things, and and is like getting up on his knees and his hands now and doing like the Wednesday Humpty Hump. <laughs> it's crazy. He's eating avocado and whatever else you give him. Like, it, it's mind blowing. Oh my gosh. Is there anything else you want to add? No. Oh, such a fun little session together. Yeah, it was. It was nice. You want to do it again next week? Let's do it again next week. (laughs) Keep coming back so that we can do it again next week and the (laughs) week after that. Yeah. um, For anyone who's listening, thank you. We always appreciate your support. Um, And if you happen to enjoy this episode, please let us know uh, by giving us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Um, You can give us some stars. You can even write something and share what your thoughts are. So I will shut up now. That's a very like simplified way. That's like what a comedian would do. Just break something <laughs> down into a very simple explanation. So when Listen, you, when I don't you want go it to be difficult. Apple podcast to give us a review, you're just going to give us some stars and then you're going to write something. <laughs> it, there's a choice. You don't, you could do the stars. You don't have to write something. So, but the choice, you have to do the stars, right? You don't, I, do you have to? I don't think you have I think, to. I think, I, think I don't think you can leave a review without oh, doing the okay. stars. So it's either you can give We're us losing stars. stars as we speak. Oh man. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week and we, we love you. Stay safe. All the things. Okay. Holla back. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of adulting like a mother father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the direct message network on podcast one.